This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Dustin Goodwin. He's in the HR industry, specifically in the software as a service space, looking to increase his revenue. So congratulations, Dustin, for your guys' chance to win 100 bucks every Monday on the show to build your idea. Simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444. This is episode 374, and coming up tomorrow morning, you'll hear from Ari Meisel. He's a dad of four and holds the secret to buying time and clearing your calendar. Top Tribe, good morning. Our guest today is Nick Cullen. He's a fearless and eccentric young entrepreneur who has always believed that inside of every successful self-made person is a poor kid who just followed his dream. He started his entrepreneurial journey at a young age, built a growing success for himself without the need to have a college degree and followed the unconventional path in life. Nick, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it, man. Let's start right. now. Let's do it. All right. So tell me where you started, man. What, what was your first business and how'd you make money? I, my first business actually was when I was around 13 years old, believe it or not. Um, I had this passion for music and one of the things I developed was my, one of my first growth hacks, I, I guess you could say. And um, it was when YouTube started getting uh, its fame with like getting uh, some artists found. And one of the cool things I found out was, you know, on popular, you know, music videos, let's say like, like when the Biebs, you know, hit his stardom, literally every person was commenting on it. And on YouTube, it had a little timestamp of like when that comment happened. So you'll literally see like, one second ago, one second ago. And like that just funneling it like crazy. And in my head, I'm like, all right, an average video is like three minutes long. An average person watches two videos at least on YouTube. And if they're watching videos, they're in like that content consumption mode. So the only thing I needed to do was connect people who like an artist to another similar artist, right? And there was a composed message field on, on YouTube. So and when you did receive a message, which back in the day, that was really odd. You know, there was this big, bright one next to this envelope that was just a complete eyesore. So people were going to click on it. So in the beginning, I was like, all right, let me just copy and paste and write a message and then send it out. But that was a time suck. So what I ended up doing was I automated it and created a, a, a that like literally was grabbing their URLs, throwing it to the compose, you know, writing a personalized message and sending it out. And it was, so it was like a macro out. or something. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And it was just blasting that out like crazy. And so how'd, how'd you make money from this? I was charged. I figured a band was, you know, four people charge around 25 bucks each. So I was getting like around a hundred to 150 bucks per band. And at one point I had around close to 20 bands. So how much total money did you make on that business? Around, which isn't too bad for around how much you cut out. Uh, 1,000 to 2,000 a month, okay. depending on uh, how many bands I was managing at that time. But and it's add, it all, add, it all, add it all up though, from start to finish, how much total money did you make from that business when you were, you know, 13, 14, 15? Uh, at least 20 grand. Okay. And then, and then, so what year did that end in? I, I finished doing that when I was around 16 years old. Okay. Then what? 
Then I started getting uh, some interesting offers because I was involved with a program called DECA, which was like a marketing program. And I helped get my first actual big job um, when I was around 17 years old. And what was that job? I was handling the marketing and sales for a, a golf resort up in northern New Jersey. Okay. And, and during that time, I literally had to like beg and plead for me to get this position because all they saw was this bright eyed, bushy tailed young kid who wanted to do this, trying to pitch like what he did with his uh, other stuff. And I, I, I ended up not getting a job at first because, you know, they wanted someone seasoned, even though I was crushing it with my other things. Mm-hmm. And I literally for two weeks straight followed up like crazy i even sent donuts with a note saying like hey you know my sales are sweeter than these donuts i'm corny (laughs) you know and 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 by the second week or we call it the the vp actually picked up the phone and he was like hey is this nick and i was like yeah this is nick i'm I'm calling because i really want this opportunity i think it's going to be a great opportunity for you guys more than me and he was like you know what this this position is mainly 90 percent you on the phone and i can clearly tell you're good and you're persistent half our sales guys don't even follow up so you're hired and i got the job and from there i was doing all these great things i helped get them on the food network i helped get them on all these really awesome things because i was applying and a you, lot of- you were just being paid this was a salaried position right yep what was the salary at that time the salary was around fifty-five thousand plus commission okay and so first. and that was when you were 17 how many years did you do that for I did that for about a year, year and a half, and then I got picked up by another position um, around the age of 19. Okay. Uh, 18 going into 19, I went into the uh, like the health and fitness realm because I was really into that, and I wanted to meet more people. Because at that early age, I, I, I had a mentor that told me, like, hey, listen, you know, it's all about the people you know and how you leverage that, you know, because I was really kind of caught in this tough place because, you know, I did I, I couldn't afford college because I was going through a lot of things with my family situation. And I I figured, like, if I didn't go to college, I'm not going to be successful. But someone told me only surround yourself with successful people and success will naturally come. Mm-hmm. So I needed to meet a lot of great people. So at that time, I ended up working at a really, really, really high end kind of fitness club called Equinox in, in Manhattan. And that club is like $300 a month for a gym membership. So people who could afford that and spending it on a gym are pretty well-to-do people. And when I was working at there, that's where I met a lot of amazing people. And I did really, really well with that. I helped excel a lot of fitness clubs. And from there, I, I got a big opportunity with uh, Time Warner Cable Business Class. And I was handling their major accounts when I was around, you know, going to 20 years old. And then when I was turning 20 one ish um i was kind of done with the corporate lifestyle and i got picked up by a uh a really cool and innovative uh startup called booker which at that time was maybe only like you know 25 people in the company and by the time i left grew it to around 150 people and did some amazing things with that organization and then my last day job when i was around 22 which also was around the time that i also uh you know, decided that the happiest I ever was was when I was 13 and starting up my own business was a, uh, I was with a very large financial services firm and I was handling all the business development operations for them. So in a nutshell, was, this, was that just like a salaried position, a safe job? Was, yeah, but that was the highest paying safe job. I was, I was getting paid six figures with bonuses and it, it was a fantastic job. So Pete, and hold so, on, you have to go do, I, I'm going to make you go deeper there. Here's why people always love to know what people gave up before they jumped in their entrepreneurial thing. So give, make that clear for us. What was base salary? What was commission typically? Base salary, 120,000. Okay. Uh, bonus for the year was around 50,000. Okay. And how old were you at this point? 
I was 22. Okay. And how old are you now, by the way? 26. Okay, good. Okay. So, so take, t- it sounds like you're about to jump into starting your own thing. Yep. Let's jump into it. Go for it. Yeah. So what'd you do? So some people may think, you know, when they're making a lot of money that they'll be happy, right? And that was, this actually entirely false. As you probably heard from many other people too. I was so unfulfilled and I, was, I felt so unmotivated. And I remember back when I was younger doing my own thing, like that was when I was the most happy. And, and I, you know, every day and every night I used to tell my, my wife at the time, you know, it, she was my girlfriend, but uh, she... I used to tell her, like, I'm not happy. You know, yeah, we're making a lot of money. Yeah, I have work-life balance, but I'm I'm really not happy. I don't feel like my purpose here in life is to do this. And that's when, you know, I realized, you know, the corporate lifestyle isn't for me. Just working for someone wasn't for me. And I wanted to start my own thing. And actually, ironically, you know, I was talking to a lot of the clients because I didn't have my Series 7 or anything. So I couldn't talk about like, you know, stocks or the market. I talked about what I knew, which was marketing and, you know, you know how to growth hack businesses and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they found it all really intriguing. And they started engaging me with like a lot of the questions and, you know, wanting me to implement a lot of things. And eventually word got out. I wasn't having any of them as my client nor taking conversation. But the problem was the, the company thought I was doing work on the side and I was using their clients to like build up another business. And I was just simply adding value with where I knew I could add value to, to our clients. So Nick, what was the name of the business you launched and what's it do? Yeah. So the business I launched is called second flight consultancy and pretty much the name and and what it does, it kind of goes hand in hand. So every time I met with a business owner, they always tell me, Nick, I, I, I'm, I'm, here's where I'm starting at. And I've been trying to get to this point B, right. And like any long journey in business, it's just like taking a long journey in a flight, right? Most, most flights can't make it to that point B if it's a really far destination, you need to take a connecting flight. You need that second flight. So I always like position myself and my agency for companies who are stuck trying to figure out how to get to that point B. And I want, I want to position myself as that second flight that helps get them to that destination. So that was 2014 launch. Do you remember what first year revenue was? First year revenue? Um, if you count the time and grind period, uh, I, I got... It's always I embarrassing, left. so it's yeah, okay. You no, know, no worries. It was actually cool when you think about it. So, ironically, my uh, I guess anniversary of getting fired and starting my business coming up soon. It was I got fired on July Fourth weekend by Independence, right? And um, I was in that five month grind period. I didn't get my first client until it was like closer to November. Mm-hmm. So, what was, was on- what was total twenty fourteen revenue? Like a couple grand? I would say four, eight, probably like twelve grand. Okay, twelve grand. And what about twenty fifteen? Well, 2015, it trumped to 175. And what do you think you'll do in 2016? 2016, we're actually already projecting to be uh, 1.3 million. And what have you already done as of June 2016? That's uh, like as of today, been, this call. We've been averaging anywhere from 60 to $100,000 a month. So I haven't kept track, but I do know we're definitely in the high. Uh, what month is it's it? Called, like 800, 900K, something like that. Yeah. Yep. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So that's amazing growth. Uh, is that just come down to you hustling your ass off or have you been able to hire other salespeople to replace you? Give me, tell me how you're getting clients. So I actually developed an artificial intelligence, um, sales robot, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. uh, that, that helps pr- you know, prospect on LinkedIn, which is kind of cool. Did you hear by so, the way, just, they just got bought by Microsoft $26 billion. I wish I was those founders. Brand new. I know, right? It's crazy. Okay, so so you have a little bot that runs LinkedIn scripts or something? 
Yeah, yeah. It helps connect and set up the meetings, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I also have a few like more, you know, very strategic, very smart intellectual people that can handle, you know, the conversations pretty much who are just like me, but you know, it helps facilitate, you know, the strategy calls and stuff like that. So but, how many total team members you have? 10, 10. Okay. All in New York. Uh, they actually all remote. Oh, all remote. Okay. Got it. I, I have my, my partner is, you know, close by me, of course, but our other strategic members are, they kind of have their own little satellite office, like one in San Fran, one in Tampa, one in um, Boulder. Um, they, they all kind of float around. We also even just started one up in London. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And so what is the, like, educate me here, kind of in the agency world, you, you know, let's call it, let's just go back to last year's revenue of 170, 175 grand. How much of that actually flows through to the bottom line? You know, what, what's profit on that in a, in a typical agency? It, see, it depends on the project, as you probably know, right? But for most of the stuff that we're doing, which is, you know, digital advertising and we're developing things, we, we, we keep it pretty lean. So, like, let's say a client comes in, you know, and they're paying five grand a month. We typically can figure out and develop a kick-ass way to, to market them, but keep like I would say seventy percent of the revenue. Mm-hmm. You know, so what about what about like your people? Call? I mean, typically agencies the big expense are your people, right? So like, because yes. the ultimate question Nick I'm building to here, because entrepreneurs that you know they listen to the show, is how are you personally generating cash flow from this business besides mm-hmm. your besides if you're paying yourself a salary? Gotcha. So in the beginning, I was doing a lot of the work. Yep. You know, I, I, I told myself until I was making to the point of at least 50 K, right. That's when I won't bring in another person. Uh, 50 right? K annually or monthly or what? Monthly, monthly. Okay. Is the revenue that predictable? I mean, will a client, they'll start paying you five grand a month and they just keep paying you over and over for forever. It, it typically the typical lifespan is maybe 12 months 12 to like 14 months. At how much per month? At around five grand, five grand okay. plus. Got it. Got it. Uh, it depends how many campaigns you're going to be doing for them. And if it, what you're doing is working, if it's working, they're never going to want to stop it. Yeah. You know, so that's why it's really important that you do really great work and that your strategies are producing results. Oftentimes, a lot of agencies are just producing fluff. You know, they're, they're driving, let's say, followers and engagement, but they're not equating to sales. And that's what really the biggest thing I like to look at because I come from a sales background. You know, I know the bottom line is like these people want to do things online, but yeah, they don't want it for the smoke and mirrors. They want it to help drive revenue. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really, really where a lot of times when people ask, like, what differentiates you from other agencies? that's what I say all the time you know I say listen yeah followers are great but how would you like if this percentage of your followers are actually actively buying from you yep you know so that's one of the biggest things I look at and is my bottom line when I look at building strategies for clients so what will you I mean again this year you're going to do 1.3 million right what's gonna what is your how much is your actual bank account after expenses are going to grow in a year I mean will you keep 200 grand of the 1.3 in the bank or what I would probably keep around probably half. half okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's, that's super profitable. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, cool. And how many total customers have you worked with? Uh, if you count also my Academy, uh, that I developed, um, it would probably be close to, oof, uh, the Academy. I usually see around five to 10 students a month. Right. So, so called a hundred. So yeah. So say a hundred there and an actual agency, Peeps, that's around 20 to 20, 20 to 30. We're running out of time, so I don't want to go deep yeah. on you. Meant, but you mentioned something you had mentioned before. What is this academy? 
The Academy was a spinoff of my agency for people who couldn't afford the agency rates, but had enough people interning to learn how to build marketing strategies. But the only problem was there was this online educational gap of like how people could use digital to use it. So, but again, they can't afford so it's an info. It's an info product. Exactly. But Got it's it. more of a coaching product. I would say more than anything of the 1.3 million you're going to do in 2016. What percentage will come from the Academy? I would say a solid 30%. Got it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Nick, this has been amazing. If people want to connect with you personally online and watch you grow this thing, where can I connect with you personally? They can reach me on, uh, let's, they could go to secondflightacademy.com because most probably I would say a good chunk of them are great academy folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, a, I have an actual scheduling link inside there. So if anyone wants to kind of like talk more and, you know, maybe even do an introductory kind of growth hacking session, you know, find me there. Book, book a time that you're available and we can chat and learn more about your business and you know, see how we could uh, disrupt it. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Folks, breaking news. We have added two capuchin monkeys that can sit at a computer, type an email, and close a deal live on stage at the greatest business show on earth coming to Austin, Texas, October 6th. Brought to you by yours truly. We are almost sold out. So many people buying like Blake Allen, who is the CEO of AppLink, Timothy Delaforce, who works at the Work Lodge, and he's XHP, and hundreds of other people. It's going to be a show like you've never seen before. The greatest business show on earth go get your tickets at nathanlatka.com forward slash austin live before they sell out nathanlatka.com forward slash austin live to see these unbelievable two capuchin monkeys billionaires battle on stage startups go from bootstrap to billions live and much more nathanlatka.com forward slash austin live to get your tickets now All right, Top Tribe, we will link to that in the show notes at NathanLatka.com forward slash the top 374. Again, forward slash the top 374. All right, Nick, it is time for my favorite part of the show. Do you know what it's called? Sure. What is it? (laughs) You're like, I have no idea. (laughs) So I'm just going to play along here. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? (laughs) Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book, uh, Think and Grow Rich. Good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? CEO following study, uh, probably Elon Musk. Okay, number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Evernote? Uh, my favorite online tool is Yesware. Yeah, that's a good one. Number three, or number four, sorry, yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Hell no. No, not even close. <laughs> I wish. I well, wish. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Married. Okay. One, and one kids. One, no, no kids or one kid? I want kids. One yeah. kids, got it. Okay, and you're 26, right? Yep. Okay. So last question, take us back six years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? 
um, uh, six years. Um, instead of working for people, just start my business throughout that age. Awesome. 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 Well, Top Tribe, there you have it. Just start your business. Don't wait. Jump right in. Again, from Nick, who launched his agency uh, in 2014, uh, did 12,000 bucks first year revenue, did 175 grand in second year revenue 2015, projected to do 2016 revenue of 1.3 million, has already done 800K with 10 employees building this bad boy up. Nick, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, if you enjoyed Nick today, go back and listen to Lily Cameron yesterday. She did a million dollars plus on her green contracting company, and she's a tech executive at Rackspace. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. The greatest business show on earth is coming to Austin, Texas with the addition of two capuchin monkeys that can write cold emails and they close harder and faster than most of your salespeople. You don't want to miss it. Go to nathanlacka.com forward slash Austin live to get your tickets now. These monkeys are unbelievable. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.